Welcome to Secrets of the Most Productive People, a podcast where we try to figure out how to work smarter instead of harder. I'm Fast Company Assistant Editor Pavithra Mohan. I'm Fast Company Staff Editor Julia Herbst. And I'm Fast Company Senior Podcast Producer Josh Christensen. And we've got a bonus episode for you today. We'll be talking about how to be productive while working from home. Like many offices out there, Fast Company has gone completely remote in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. As you can probably tell, we are all recording separately from our own homes. So we thought it would be a good time to talk about remote work as so many of us will be stuck at home trying to stay productive for at least a few weeks. Fortunately, Pavithra and I have been covering remote work techniques as part of the work-life team here for a while. And I have not been covering remote work, so I could really use some help being more productive. So today I'm going to come in and, and ask you guys a few questions that will hopefully help me and hopefully help our listeners out there. And at the very least, we'll, we'll talk through our issues together working from home because this is very new for all of us. Yes, I think we can definitely promise that we can talk through some things. I'm not sure. I can't promise answers to every question. (laughs) But I do think we all have some kind of similar challenges. So it's it's good to talk through it and kind of see where we're all at. This is now week what, three of us all working remotely. So Yeah, beginning of week three. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. And I think we we've all discovered some some challenges we didn't know we had. So (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think before I jump into my questions, I should also note that I do feel lucky that I can do my job from home. There's a lot of people in a lot of different industries, restaurants, tourism, entertainment that just don't have work right now. So I do want to point that out and, and understand that that it is a privilege that I'm able to produce podcasts from home so we can still bring you content like this. But it's tough out there for a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's really good to note. I think it's also important to note, you know, productivity is important and it's something we talk a lot about. Um, Also, you know, there's a global pandemic happening. I think everyone's stress levels are understandably elevated, a lot of anxiety and, you know, grief going around. So I think it's also worth noting that, you know, productivity is a great goal and it can help us feel like we're still getting things done and, you know, keeping some sense of normalcy. But, you know, there are also times when it's hard to be productive and that's okay too. I definitely have to catch myself because I think especially when you feel privileged to be able to even work and do so from home, you can kind of uh, get into this mindset where you feel like you need to be achieving at the same level that you ordinarily would. So it's good to remind ourselves that, you know, we can only be so productive given the circumstances. Let's start with the basics on how we can be more productive. And I think the first thing that I know I struggled with is how can I actually physically set up my space to be more productive. I, you know, I live in a one bedroom apartment. I don't have, you know, a separate office on the second floor of a house somewhere. So, so how can I be more productive and build a space that's beyond me just rolling out of bed and plopping myself on the couch with a laptop? I mean, I think that's the real challenge for all of us in this time is that all the advice is often like, go, you know, set up a separate area where you only do work and a separate area where you only eat and a separate area where you exercise or something. And obviously that's challenging when we're all in small apartments. Um, But I think even within a small space, you can still have like, you know, this is the part of the sofa where I sit and have my laptop and do that kind of work, you know. Yeah. I mean, this, this really depends on your space, but I, I mean, I I certainly sit on the couch as well, but I (laughs) have also been trying and and this is difficult because usually my husband and I are fighting over our space, but I will try to be at the dining table more because I think that even that like, you know, being 
a few feet away from my couch makes a big difference. And at least that way, my posture is a little better. Um, I'm sitting up straight. Not to say I have a very ergonomic chair, but I think that certainly helps. Um, but I think another thing that helps is just not waking up and like immediately opening up your laptop because I definitely have, I'm in the habit of doing that uh, given that when I usually work from home, it's on a day when I'm writing or just like really trying to get through something that requires a lot of focus. So I, I've had to kind of fight that and figure out a way to not just you know, revert to my usual routine. You know, even if that's making coffee or just making sure you eat something for breakfast, I think even small things like that help. I had such a good routine when we were still working in the office where I'd like, I'd get up, I'd get on the train, go to work, and then I'd always go a little bit early so I could go to a coffee shop and just grab a coffee and maybe even just sit for a minute before I went to the office. And it's just, I haven't been able to replicate that. And I, and I mean, I suppose it should be, I have a really shitty coffee maker, so that's a problem. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should order that on Amazon, but I feel like I need to start like replicating a routine and it's just, is there anything else that like helps you besides like making coffee in your morning routine to, to help you kind of get into that work? mode even if you can't physically separate your space you can kind of create that kind of atmosphere or feeling of of being in an office you know I feel like I'm still figuring that out um I think showering helps (laughs) definitely shower (laughs) I do think that actually makes a big difference yeah I I don't know I think it's tricky because I feel like it really depends on your space so for example I, I now newly have a second bedroom but it's not set up so I think once it is more set up, which is a bit difficult to do right now, given the circumstances, I would be able to kind of separate my spaces. But we live in New York, like most people don't have that. And, you know, you live in a one bedroom. So I, I don't know that you can separate your space out as much. But I think getting yourself in the right mindset, that's something you can do through things like making coffee or taking a shower in the morning and putting on like slightly different clothing <laughs> from what you might wear ordinarily at home. Yeah, yeah, that was my ne- that was my next question. I feel like I've been in sweatpants and a t-shirt <laughs> for 2 weeks and I know yeah. I remember talking to an old colleague of mine who when they would work from home they'd quite literally wear a a they were a journalist so they wore like a newspaper writer hat that was just this very silly like halloween thing (laughs) that they'd put on you know like those kind of like very weird classic representations of a journalist and i was like that's ridiculous but i also think there's something to that that if i'm just like if i'm in pajamas all day how am i gonna feel motivated yeah I have a theory about that, I think. So I think some of the advice traditionally has been like, you have to dress just the same as if you're going into the office, like in order to feel like a professional human, you know, you should get dressed and put real clothes on. You should, you know, be looking as professional as you might look in an office setting. I think that's wrong. I I also think think (laughs) wearing super comfortable sweatpants or leggings or pajamas or whatever is also incorrect. I think that there is a third option and that option is overalls. (laughs) <laughs> i knew this was gonna be you pushing for overalls i was waiting for the plug okay. i don't have overalls it doesn't i, have I haven't worn overalls. overalls since like the first grade well that's your problem no it doesn't that have to be overalls problem. it doesn't have to be overalls but it has to be something that's like both comfortable but also feels like a little bit elevated i think from you know what you might be wearing if it were just like a saturday morning or something and you were lazing around your apartment like it has to yeah. feel a little bit like I'm starting my day. I will, you know, at the end of the day, change out of whatever I'm wearing into something else. Yeah, I I cannot get on board with wearing jeans or like your usual work attire at home. Like, I no. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just will not do that. <laughs> it's not the answer but for sure. I have this problem too, Josh. I definitely have been wearing sweatpants and comfortable clothing that isn't necessarily different from my from what I would wear. I've just, been wear, I've just been wearing workout clothes to not work out. To in. not work that's out. essentially in. what it's about. Yeah. But I actually feel like that's still slightly better. And I think for me, at least like showering helps because then I'm like changing my clothes, even if I'm changing back into comfortable clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people on Twitter like have talked a different. lot about like day pajamas and night pajamas. There's something yeah. real about that, right? Like, I think that's a thing. Yeah. 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 I agree. The, the importance of changing what you're wearing, you know, a normal time of day. But That's I think I, going back to your point about your friend who was wearing the hat, I think there might be something to the idea of like putting on an outfit that like signals work to you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. especially if you can't be separate in terms of like what room you're going into or having a commute down the hall or whatever. Like maybe there's something to, you know, I think we also can just embrace the idea that the world is terrible and stressful right now. And so if you have something you want to wear, then you should be able to wear it. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. wear something yeah. ridiculous, yeah. wear something ridiculous and cool that you enjoy wearing and, you know, embrace that. I think I do want to circle back quickly because Pavithra, you brought up an interesting point. I mean, you're sharing your space with your husband. I'm sharing my space with my wife and it's not always the, like right now, like I'm recording this right now. And I basically was like, I'm so sorry, honey, you have to be, very quiet while I record this and it's just like I feel really bad but it's just like this is what you have to do to to share a space and and both be working together at the same time yeah it is really hard (laughs) I have I have not figured that out like right now I am locked in my bedroom but as I mentioned at at some point uh my bathroom happens to be in my bedroom so even if my husband wants to use the bathroom, for example, he can't really do that while I'm recording a podcast. So yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. It presents a lot of challenges. I think even if you are in a slightly bigger apartment, I, like I feel really lucky to have moved before all of this happened because I'm now, yeah. I'm in a bigger place. It's it's also a two bedroom, but I, I don't think that changes the fact that like if I'm in the kitchen, like I was earlier making coffee, then, you know, you can hear that in the living room. And if, if my husband's on a call, it's it's not great. So yeah, no, it's, it's been yeah. really difficult. And I don't really know that I've figured out a good method. Um, I think some people have been, I feel like I've read about people putting like leaving notes for each other or just like having office hours where they kind of lock themselves in a room or can't be disturbed during that time. I have not tried that. So maybe I will. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's tough. I want to talk a little bit about kind of the different personality types and and how we can better approach remote work from there. I know I'm a little bit more of an introvert, so I think sometimes working from home can be okay, but some people are extroverts. Some people need more social interaction. So let's start with extroverts. How do you think an extrovert can can approach the kind of isolation that comes with remote work and, and still be productive? Yeah, I think that's really challenging. And I think we're all kind of working, you know, at at various points on that spectrum. And maybe some of us are realizing that we're actually more extroverted than we thought previously (laughs) during this time period. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's especially challenging if you really thrive off of that human connection. And I think in terms of like, like, no matter where you fall on that spectrum, if your type of work that you do involves creativity, like it can be really hard just not to have those kind of natural conversations and small talk that just happens when you're in the same workspace with your coworkers. 
So I think any ways in which you can kind of have that connection, even if it's over a Zoom call or FaceTime, you know, with your coworkers and, and carve out like actual meaningful time that is meant just for interaction, you know, catching up, small talk, et cetera, in addition to like work meetings, because those are two very different types of interaction. And it's not like you can just have seven Zoom meetings in a row and feel like you've kind of fulfilled that social side of things. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think that's part of the reason it might feel like you're more, you're on more Zoom calls or, you know, you're on Slack more, I think is you're also having some of these like sidebar conversations, right? Or, or the things that sort of create breaks in your day or some levity, if you will, um, on an ordinary work day. And we're kind of having to do that differently now because there, there's no, you know, physical space for us to to do that. And so I'm definitely more of an introvert. So I think for me, it's not as much of an issue. Um, but I will say, as Julia alluded to, I've definitely discovered that I'm not as introverted as I thought because it is very different working from home full time. And I think I think that would be harder for me if I were to do this, you know, outside of a pandemic, let's say. Yeah. I mean, it's also just so different because if we were just suddenly all working from home in a normal situation, no global pandemic occurring, like I think we would still have a lot more of those natural outlets. Sure. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd be able to go outside. <laughs> Yeah, you could have dinner with friends or whatever. And so in that way, this feels like its own kind of strange thing. Um, Yeah, yeah. Everything is so different. And there's this kind of like level of anxiety that pervades everything and every conversation you have, you know, anytime you're talking to a new person, obviously this comes up and how everyone's feeling and their family and friends are doing so. Yeah, I think that's enough. I think that is another kind of interesting point that this isn't a normal work from home situation it's you know if I was working from home on say a a random Thursday during a non-global pandemic I might then go out to dinner with my wife and see a movie after that that's not an option anymore so everything just kind of feels the same like we're in this kind of grayscale world where you get up you sit on your couch you do your work you eat lunch on your couch, you finish work and watch a movie on your couch. It's just everything's (laughs) the same. And I just feel like so much of productivity as we've kind of established on this show and and as anyone would know, it's just your productivity is not only built when you're doing work, but when you're not doing work. And so after work, outside of work, have you found any ways to to structure your your downtime in a way that makes you feel a little more refreshed or or recharged or allows you to come back into your day-to-day work with a greater sense of productivity and direction? I think this is where the like and I again I have not been doing this and I need to and I think it's I can tell that I've not been doing it but I think being active obviously makes a big difference you know as much as you can be right now and I feel like I can you know, I haven't carved out time for that or figured out a way to do it. Um, in part because I'm just afraid to do things in my apartment because my floors are creaky um, <laughs> and I don't want to disturb people because everyone's home right now. But um, but yeah, I think I, I think I just need to start doing it. I mean, so many people have been teaching online classes, you know, whether they're dance classes or fitness classes. And I know that's something that I really do want to make time for, whether it's on the weekend or, you know, one day a week even. I, I think that is important is figuring out some sort of way to be active because like you said, you're not getting that ordinary, like you're not even able to walk outside or take the subway and, you know, take the stairs when you're taking the subway, like these sort of small things you do ordinarily that keep you active, even if you're not necessarily like working out. I also think um, for me, reading has been really nice uh, because I think everybody right now wants to be really social and 
hop on Zoom calls and that's that's been great and it's been it's been nice to catch up with people but I I do feel like you still need some of that time to yourself or at least I do just given who I am and so that's been great and it forces you to get off your phone and get off your laptop which is obviously always really nice. Yeah, I think any ways in which you can just like break up the evenings and feel like you're still doing things. I mean, I've definitely been doing a lot of calls with a bunch of friends and we'll just be kind of on Zoom for a while, even if we're not like actively, you know, discussing things the entire time or there'll be like enough people on the call. So it's not, you know, it's kind of more like having a dinner party or something like that versus like a one on one intense conversation. I think that's helpful. Um, I think any sort of hobbies or like other types of activities that you can do that get you away from a screen feel important. I've been playing a lot of music and reading and just, you know, listening to podcasts and trying to do other things that make me feel like there's some sort of breaks in the day. Because I think your point, Josh, is, is so true that everything feels kind of the same and very grayscale and you know, like one day just bleeds into the other of, okay, yeah, now I'm working, well. now I'm not working, but it all feels kind of the same. So I think any way in which you can kind of try to stick different things in to the monotony and, and kind of break it up is helpful. Co- cooking also helps for that mm-hmm. just because it forces Definitely. you out of, you know, again, you, away, from the, away from the screens and into a different space than you would be the rest of the day, which I think is also good. Yeah, yeah, I think so much of our lives is on screens in general, but now that's just kind of gone into hyperdrive. And it's nice to have, like, drinks or dinner with friends virtually over Zoom, but I feel like anything I can find to to kind of get me away from screens as much as possible has been helping. And I think cooking actually has been a really nice reprieve. Like, I made tacos the other night. And it was just nice to spend like 30 minutes making a nice spread of, of you know, make your own taco things and <laughs> just, yeah. you Talk know, <laughs> and yeah, and that's just been really nice. I do want to switch gears quickly and talk a little bit more about the bigger picture with with companies and especially kind of like more leadership at these companies. And I know this is kind of a nebulous thing and I, you know, I'm not CEO of a company or running a big team or anything like that. But, you know, as team members, as part of a larger organization ourselves, what do you think would help to make companies more productive in this moment of work from home isolation? I think leaders just have to be really clear about the fact that we're in sort of an unprecedented time and that expectations in some ways have changed and, you know, that people might need additional sorts of support than they might have previously needed. So I think in general, just sort of over communication is really critical if you are managing a team, you know, making sure people have what they need to do their jobs, but also know that they have the support of the larger institution. Yeah, I think just like frequent check-ins makes a big difference. And even if that means over communicating and having too many (laughs) Zoom calls, like I think it's actually better to maybe do that rather than to do the opposite and just kind of act like everything is normal. Yeah, I think it's sort of a natural part of the process too. Like it takes a while for people to get used to new norms and you know, what's the most effective way to communicate. So some of it is kind of trial and error. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, everyone is kind of learning and figuring this out as we go. And so I do feel like the biggest thing is to just not make people feel like they need to be executing at the same level or that, that you know, that everything is, they should still be, their output should be the same. Right. And, business you know, as they're, usual. They're, business as usual. Yeah. I think just not putting that out there, I, I feel like is a big, big part of supporting your team. Yeah. I think there's just a level of 
compassion that is just needed at this moment. I mean, I think we're all figuring it out together on all levels of a company. So I think just both ways, just kind of understanding that this is new and this is hard and just have some empathy and understanding that it's just, it's, it's going to take a while to get used to. And it just, there's going to be confusion. There's going to be balls that get dropped and just to kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I just, sorry, I got distracted cause I got a text that popped up on my, <laughs> on, uh, from, from my dad Airplane on, my, uh, on yeah. my thing. Yeah. Oh God. I, it's so interesting with people working from home because my dad, mm-hmm. my dad manages a Walgreens and so he, oh, and he's 60 yeah. and he goes to work every day cause he, he has to cause he runs right. a pharmacy right. and, and, and I'm, I don't know. He's just, yeah, that just really worries me. Right. And a lot of people are, you know, the, people are dealing with all sorts of things. Right. And, and case in point, like I think so much of your brain space might just be occupied by worry and uh, be concern over people in your life who might be in those situations. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's tough. <laughs> and I also I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I just feel like I'm being bombarded by text messages um, or just all, all forms of communication. And a lot of it is kind of stressful or, you know, people showing, sending you whatever latest update. And I'm already, uh-huh. we're already all uh-huh. online constantly yeah. reading the news because we have to for our job. And so I think having to deal with that on top of that can be a lot. Oh my <laughs> it's gosh. definitely yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, exactly. it's just a, t- it's just a new situation and we're all getting used to it, but I do want to, to close out with something hopefully a little more hopeful, um, and <laughs> just get it to TikTok videos. We always uh, try to do this at the end. Fuck. Always. I, well, you gotta have a, <laughs> you gotta have a little bit of hope. Um, a little bit of optimism. But I wanted to get just one last piece of advice from each of you for how people can just manage working from home. It doesn't even have to be about being more productive at home, but just how to how to just feel a little bit better. One last piece of advice for, for people listening. I guess for me, one thing that's been helpful is just to try to focus on smaller goals like within the day that I can accomplish rather than thinking a couple of weeks out as I often do and planning things or, you know, kind of thinking about bigger projects that I'm working on. Um, I think all of us have a lot of work right now and it can feel really overwhelming, but I definitely feel better if I have a to-do list and I've broken everything up into a bunch of kind of small manageable things. And then I get to check a lot of those off by the end of the day. And I I mean, I think that's true, like in a larger sense with how we're going to get through this is just sort of taking things hour by hour or like half day by half day rather than looking down the line at how long this might last or, you know, how our lives are so different now. It can feel just so overwhelming versus like, these are manageable things that I accomplished today. That's enough, you know, and at a certain point you have to close your laptop and try to have some of that balance, even if that balance looks very different than it did a couple of weeks ago. I think it's easy when like, when something like this happens to just sort of throw out all of your routines or like all of the things you usually do and I think like keeping a to-do list, for example, or like keeping up with your planner, even if you're not physically in the office, uh, is one such example. Uh, But yeah, I would just say like, don't let this upend your life in every which way. Like, yes, a lot has changed, but I also feel like we all have those small things that we do that we can kind of continue to do, whether that's 
cooking or whether that's reading a certain amount per night, I feel like you can, you can continue to do some of those things and not feel like everything has changed and therefore you have to <laughs> completely change everything in your life. Although that's true. So this is not the most hopeful note, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's easy to kind of get so frazzled and anxious about what's going on that you kind of forget that you can still um, maintain some amount of routine or still do some of those small things that make you happy or make each day feel less monotonous, I guess. Yeah. Well, thank you both. I, I truly honestly feel a lot better now <laughs> moving Aww, forward working from great. home. Really? <laughs> and uh, and I'm just also just very glad that we got through this entire recording without my next door neighbors blasting EDM music. So Yay. that's a plus <laughs> on our end. Great success. <laughs> oh my god. for this week's bonus episode of secrets of the most productive people we'll be back with regular episodes next week if you like this episode please let us know leave us a rating and review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen you can follow fast company on facebook twitter instagram and linkedin don't forget to listen to our other podcast creative conversation secrets of the most productive people is produced by joshua christensen 